Wow, Steven Spielberg. And what I forgot the Golden Globes are on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like it's on a random Tuesday. What the fuck is this? I was just gonna say there was a there's like a political nonsense reason for why it's on Tuesdays and it's gonna leave NBC next year or some shit. I didn't really hear the full story. <laughs> Steven Spielberg finally won for fucking finally telling us the actual story of his parents' divorce. Good for him, but he definitely was not best director this year. That's fucked up. The Daniels were or James Cameron, that's absurd. It was it was between uh Cameron for Avatar, Spielberg for the Fablemans, um Baz Luhrmann for Elvis, uh Martin McDowell for the Banshees and a Sharon and which is also stupid as shit. I, I mean I mean I like Martin, what's his name, McDowell, but like you can yeah, film Banshees. anybody walking around fucking Ireland. Yeah, <laughs> I just sure. watched that two days ago. It's true. Well, yeah, Avatar and everything, everywhere, all at once. I mean, between the two of those, like, how are you going to get Steven Spielberg for Fablemans? I don't know. Has he ever won a gold? I mean, he's got to have won Golden Globes before, right? I believe they said it was his second win in 20th nomination, if I'm yeah, okay, recalling so that correctly. Yeah, there's a shit ton of nominations here. Oh, yeah, he won for Schindler's List. Oh, he won Saving Private Ryan, too, it looks like. Yeah, fuck oh. these guys. They've already given this guy like a bunch of awards. Like, why? Yeah, this is ridiculous. <clears throat> um, well, I just, I mean, I'm all for it as long as like Steven Spielberg tells me a story yeah. besides his parents' divorce from now on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah it's if you go true. back over it, like it, it's, yeah. it's either about he tells two stories. One, my parents got divorced or two. <laughs> Like really bad things happen to Jewish people. Like those are the two stories he tells, and both are very yeah. valid. But like, and I don't, and he can never. I mean, the latter one you can keep going with. Like by all means, there's there's a lot there. Uh, but yeah. the first one, like, yeah, we would mean shit, man. You're, you're totally right because like, uh, you know, Jurassic Park, my favorite film of all time, definitely like has that whole ju- like divorce, divorced kid plot story in the middle of it every every single thing he does has some kind of resonance of broken family syndrome of like everything you know from minority report to like you know the estranged father and mother of the dead kid like everything is broken family syndrome yeah it's crazy but anyway let's talk about what we're looking forward to in 2023 um yeah, that's a. Uh, or we could just do a live reaction to Golden Globes for the next two and a half hours. Yeah. It's over. <laughs> this shit's over, man. Like it's yeah, oh, they're doing director. Yeah, once they're doing um, director, like yeah, it started almost four hours ago. Apparently, I had true. no clue. I had no clue. <laughs> I could have been watching this on Peacock, but that's the thing. Peacock has terrible advertising. Like yeah. they, they should have been pumping the shit out of this. Like yo, everybody party on Peacock tonight. Like, I don't know. Are they yeah, where were the social media influencers? Where was the... Yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, well, yeah. Here, let's. Uh, I mean, we'll do like an official actual intro. Welcome to Podcast X, episode twenty-five. It's a new year. Twenty twenty-three is here. We had a sort of relaxing break. I I don't know. We all kind of like Rob was talking about how busy he was. He you actually kind of took a vacation though. Did were you able to actually take a vacation? I did. I, I set a record. I was off for like almost oh, two amazing. weeks. Yeah, I, I uh, basically just took time off to match my daughter being off off school for the holidays, right? And it's the first time yeah. she's been off of school, you know, with the pandemic and everything, and my wife being back at work. So it was nice to be just like having some daddy daughter time for legit two weeks. Yeah, that's nice. Kofi, did you have a? Did you get to take a break, or were you Paramount was holding oh, no. you to the fire? Yeah, that's right. I got no breaks. I got the Monday off after New Year's for whatever that was worth. And I spent most of that day like making up doing work. And it was it was rough because my kids are at the age now that like they were on a break. My wife was on a break and I was working every day. And they were like, you know, basically like, what the fuck do you have to work? What's wrong? I was like, God (laughs) damn it. Like, yeah, I'm not trying to like mortgage your guys' childhood here like i'm just trying to keep a roof over your head but uh yeah so that was i mean that was a little rough yeah, but uh, i told yeah. uh i told rob like we i worked but it was a lot of people were out at, at static so i just you know like i did my thing i got some work done but it was it was pretty low-key so i did get some time to to kind of just chill which was nice but um but we're back we are going to be today talking our most anticipated movie, TV show, game of 2023, um, which we thought it'd be fun to just like kind of throw games in there because obviously Rob is a big gamer. We all play games. Um, so it might be, I, I would be willing to guess that Rob will be able to predict my 2023 most anticipated game, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that <laughs> shortly. Uh, it goes all the way back to when we started uh, started Game Rant. So, um, but yeah, that's uh, I am Ben Kendrick. I am joined by my co-host, Mr. Rob Keys. Hi, I just woke up from a nap. And, and special guest Kofi Outlaw. He's having a nap right now. His turn. Yeah, he's having <laughs> a nap. Oh, he's like, yeah. There's something weird. User is experiencing some connection issues. Oh, Kofi, are you there? Yeah. Okay. So remember that reliable, listen. yeah. Remember that reliable internet I switched to. Well, <laughs> it hasn't been so reliable since I've dropped <laughs> fucking twice. Oh, boy. oh my god, not so reliable. But uh, not so you're reliable. here. Um, yeah, you are here. But uh, where do you yeah. guys want to start? You guys want to start? Yeah. <clears throat> what What is tonight's drink? Actually, I should ask you both. <clears throat> um. I can go first. I, I, for the first time, upon a friend's recommendation, I bought some uh, Starbucks cold brew and mixing it with some almond milk so I can stay awake and chat with you gentlemen. Oh, nice. Excellent. Starbucks There's no alcohol. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, some Kahlua and, and uh, some and business. Yeah. Um, I'm drinking a uh, guava margarita with a little mezcal sidecar Ooh. added for some spice. Jeez. Man, that's, nice. that's nice. I'm uh I'm just drinking Nyquil. That's all I'm drinking. <laughs> you drink Nyquil? I just go before you. We you came out, Gobi. Rob and I were talking like our kids have been sick, and it's just like a revolving door of germs and viruses and bacteria that keep like infecting our homes and stuff. So, yeah. um, but uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So where do you guys want to start? You want to start with movies, TV? I feel uh, games is probably the last category, sure. but I, I don't. I don't care, man. 
You, you guys. Oh, I'm in seats. I feel like I'm in a fucking dead zone over here. I keep dropping um, out on everybody. You want to do? Here? Yeah, you're here, Big yep. Kofi. Yeah. You can hear us. Oh. That's damn. That's good. Um, wherever you guys want to start, I'm good. Okay. We start uh, movies. I don't know. I got a. Uh, why don't you guys start with movies? I have to take a <laughs> to take a phone call because apparently things are melting down at my work. Oh so wow! Me, it's, uh, tell him yeah. the show's over. He already missed I know, it. I know. I know. I know. All right. I'll call you. I will not call right tomorrow. Back. Yeah. <laughs> I will. <Fire> <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will uh i will join back i'm just gonna mute myself for a second but why don't you guys take it away with movies start there and i'll, sure. uh, I'll jump in. um cool you want me to go first or do you have one lined up already oh I, I mean this is an unpaid podcast i have nothing prepared so go for it yeah I, honestly in my head like i kind of knew the game and the other ones i just kind of thought of on the spot and you know what, man? It's a big year for movies. I was looking at our list of, you know, every every site has a, like the most anticipated films, top 10, top 20, top 30. And if you look, it's one of those years where there's a lot of like, de- you know, delayed productions or late productions because of the pandemic. We I know we talked extensively about COVID productions last year. Um, and there's also a whole bunch of like franchise sequels and long-awaited ones coming out this year. So for, for us three in the business, I hope it's a good year content-wise because there's so many big franchise IPs coming back this year uh, on film and TV, but especially film, I think. Um, so it's like a year of sequels, no doubt, and, and you know sequels that are deep into the franchise. So for me, um, I, I had a struggle picking just one because I have two top ones, and they're both like – uh, like part ones of a larger sequel, which is hilarious. But the one I ended up choosing builds on what I said was my my movie of last year, and that is uh, Mission Impossible Seven or Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One. Uh, the uh, the next partnership between Tom Cruise and Chris McQuarrie, and I think that combo is like just lethal in theaters for all the right reasons. In fact, if you just look at their fun little social media real life stunt videos promoting this film and cinema where you have Tom Cruise hanging off the side of a plane or talking to the camera while skydiving, just crazy stuff that no other, you know, Hollywood star does ever. And he does it like every month or while shooting every movie. Um, I think after Top Gun and, and Mission Impossible to me being the the best ongoing like live action, f- action, you know, f- action franchise ever, like literally ever. Um, Highest quality, most consistent, and they keep somehow raising the bar. Uh, I think it's crazy not to have, not to be excited for Dead Reckoning Part One, and, and for not, anyone who likes action movies, not to fucking see that opening weekend. Um, so that's, that's I just the saw movie. the menu, and all I can think about is that for the finale of this thing, Tom Cruise is literally going to do a stunt where he just dies. Yeah, I think that's where it's going. I think I think that that might be that space movie he's talking about. So like, I know he took that secret space training a few years back for six months, and he's going to shoot in space. I think him uh, breaking the space time continuum for like Mission Impossible Eleven or something is like the end uh, of of Tom Cruise or a new beginning. Who knows? But I, I agree, and that that seems like the natural endpoint. Given he's taking the ship. We'll find out everything he said was right. Like he's gonna be on the ship. Oh and be like, oh, shit. No, no. oh, I don't like that ending. <laughs> be like, oh, oh shit! Could you like, imagine? Well, I tried to warn you. And if it turns out Tom Cruise was like the greatest guy ever, and he tried to warn us. I've also been reading uh, this comic. I, I would like to plug DC's Last House or Late uh, Nice House on the Lake, which has a lot to do with this concept. So uh, you guys should read that too. Someone else mentioned that. Is that like brand new or recent? It's la- it was 2021 to 2022. It oh, was okay. 
Tinian. That came up in another conversation. I've not read it though, but that's James Tinian the Fourth. But it's a it's an awesome sci-fi, and when it becomes like a graphic novel, everybody should read it. It's about it's about a group of very kind of very different friends who are like painters, reporters, and authors and stuff who are gathered together in this house on a lake by their friend. And uh, it goes from there, and there's a big sci-fi twist to it. And it's dope. Hmm. Ah, interesting. Um, and I'll, I'll, before I pass it on, like I said that intentionally at the beginning, I chose like it was between one of two part ones of, of larger movie releases, and the other one I was like debate. I, I hate to do this, Ben, but I, I was going to say like Spider Verse was my other like when I was wrestling yeah, with. But given that, that yeah. I talked about Top Gun and Chris McQuarrie are just so top of mind right now, I, I, I'm, I'm leaning towards uh, Mission Impossible because it is to me like my favorite franchise. So. That's oh, my Jennifer one. Coolidge won for White Lotus. That's good. Yeah. yeah hey, <laughs> see, we can't have nice things, guys. <laughs> we can't have nice things. Um, yeah, I mean, she's great in that show. Uh, <clears throat> did I tell you guys? Like, I kind of just missed this whole White Lotus thing while I was up in Canada. I had like, I, was it I was White Lotus on? You can see. Okay, so this is what I'm thinking. Like HBO Max, like initially, was not available in Canada. It's still not. We have like HBO via Crave, and some. Yeah. I think the Max Originals do launch there now. I think all of them, but there are some weird exceptions with HBO stuff. It's a it's a weird thing with rights yeah. and such. It's quite strange because like I feel like I'd like never even heard of that show the last like year or two, and then like I'm back here and it's like everybody's obsessed with it. Yeah. I mean, I watched it now and I you know I enjoyed it, but it's just kind. Of, it was kind of like a weird geographical blank spot that I had. But yeah, with Crave, you don't get the top shelf program you know promotion unless it's like game of thrones of course right yeah 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 uh okay kofi what is your most anticipated movie of 2023 oh i'm sorry we are also doing a live reactions to the golden globes and i'm i'm watching jennifer (laughs) coolidge kind of like really yeah i thought this was over yeah we're doing the big awards so best actress in a comedy was uh i think jennifer coolidge in uh, uh, White Lotus, so they're doing yeah. like a whole thing. With that. Oh, for the shows, I see. Because there he did like Michelle Yeoh one and Kiu Kwan one and Colin Farrell yeah, one. Yeah. All yeah, yeah. Well deserved. Yeah, right. talked about that, which is awesome. So, oh, did she? I didn't see that. I haven't caught up. I literally yeah. did not know this was happening tonight. I had yeah. I worked a whole <laughs> thing of work today and did not have any idea. So that's how good the entertainment industry is right now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> We're on it. Yeah. Nobody mentioned yeah. it to me all day. Yeah, um, but I, you know, I also did a whole show last week on the excellent comic book nation where we, where I thought I did a whole show based last Friday on the fact that the last of us was coming out last weekend and turned out, I sat down, <laughs> I got to Sunday, I recruited my wife, I got up here, I sat down, I started HBO max and I was like, what the fuck, HBO Max? You're really fucking up with this premiere. <laughs> oh, boy. Then I did the simple, simple task of just going to like an IMDb or Wikipedia and being like, well, oh. fuck. I've been living <laughs> in a bubble reality. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, are you in a position to tell us your favorite uh, or your most anticipated movie right now, or do you want me to go? No, uh, I'm going to stick with what I said on the uh, excellent and hopefully one day award winning comic book nation and say that Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse is easily my most anticipated movie for 2023. I mean, I don't think it's even close for me. Um, 
Yeah, there's a lot of good things, even outside of superhero movies. There's plenty I want to see. I want to see, you know, everything from Oppenheimer to a lot of what horror is going to be bringing this year. There's more and more we seeing some fun movies that are coming out, like like that Joaquin Phoenix movie, uh, Ari Aster's new movie that we just saw a trailer for today as yep. we're kind of speaking on this. I mean, I want to even see Super Mario Brothers. There's a lot of big things. There's a lot of big things happening this year. Fast 10's coming out. Some huge non-Marvel, non-DC franchise movies are also happening. Uh, Mission Impossible, as Rob said. Did yeah, I'm a Dune? Mission Impossible head. What's that? Did you say Dune? I must have heard. Did I? Dune no, I didn't two, even right? get to Dune. Yeah, Dune oh, Part nice. 2. Yeah, there's a there's a huge... I mean, there's just... I was just saying, there's even beyond Marvel and DC, which both have, like, okay years, like, there's <laughs> huge movies coming out. Yep. And yeah. it's going to be... Oh, there's going to be a lot of reasons to get back to the theater this year. Um. So, but I think that, for me, um, while I, I'm, a, I'm with Rob on Mission Impossible, which is the greatest and most consistently delivering movie franchise. I mean, of all time. Yeah. I mean, with what, like one misstep, if you want to argue it, like, which was two. And even back then, I don't even know if we didn't, we didn't, we liked, we disliked two retroactively in the moment. We were all okay with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that sense. showed us Dandy Newton and that changed a lot of lives. So <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving right along. Um, yeah, I think Across the Spider-Verse is my most anticipated because I think, again, once again, we are going to, and I already like the way they've been playing these trailers, and I think we're going to get, one of again, one of the most heartfelt and kind of to-the-core awesome Spider-Man stories that yeah. you can get, which is taking all this multiverse madness. And I think it'll be a, another film that, like everything, everywhere, all at once, it is, you know, taking this current obsession with the multiverse, but finds a great way to use that as a framework for a great story about being who you are, no matter all the options that are out there. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I think this movie will, yeah. Say why miles Morales is so fucking awesome as just who he is out of all the other Spider-Man versions we've ever seen. Um, but at the same time, it's going to give a spectacle with different animation styles and, and awesome visuals. It's also going to do what Dr. Strange what was, was supposed to do and actually take us through different worlds of Spider-Man realities. Yeah. We're going to get great iconic characters kind of making their debut. We're going to see fucking Scarlet Spider in this, <laughs> like Ben Riley, Scarlet yeah. Spider with a blue hoodie. Spider-Man 2099 is going to be in this in a big way. I think Gwen Stacy Ghost Spider is going to have a bigger role, which is awesome because Ghost Spider is awesome. Like, there's a lot of reason why this is going to be an awesome fucking Spider-Man movie, and just one of the kind of best reasons to go to the theater next year yeah. and see a movie on a big screen. So, the first one is such a special movie to me. It, it brought me closer to both my kids Ed, when they both saw it. And I can't wait to see how they've really upped the ante with this one. Yeah, that's a good, uh, that's a good pick for sure. Yeah, I would. Sorry, go ahead. You know, what's not going to be in this movie though is Nick Cage's. Spider-Man oh yeah, Noir. So, yeah. So Spider-Man the only Noir. reason I'm yeah. down. Yeah, he told us that. That's a big loss. Yeah, it's a big loss. It is. Yeah, he um, was great. In the, that was such a great like 
And with, I thought for sure with everybody, you look at that trailer and it's like every Spider-Man, the video game Spider-Man are there too. I was hoping he'd, he'd at least have like, you know, a yeah. moment, but nope. It's weird know. too, right? Because it's just like, you know, I mean, it's not like he had a lot of lines in the first one either. Like it couldn't be a heavy lift just to get oh. that guy to go record. This in is like the Empire Strikes Back. So there's going to be like a Return of the Jedi. So he could be yeah. back, you know. Yeah, I would expect that yeah. too. Yeah. No, that's true. Um, all right. Okay. So Spider-Man, like Spider-Verse 2 is also one of my um, most anticipated as well. Love the first one. Um, very excited for the second one. Uh, Mission Impossible, also excited for that. But <clears throat> it would not be a Ben Kendrick most anticipated list if I didn't shout out Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Um, as my most anticipated movie of 2023. <laughs> You're not getting redemption. <laughs> We're going to still remember your Transformers ratings from the past. Yeah. No, I would, you, I would those, not. You made those movies continue to five. <laughs> it's a single handedly. Yeah. You are the uh, reason why we had to live through a, a fucking near global apocalypse just to get Beast Wars. That's true. Yeah. The uh, I'm, I'm actually kind of half kidding. Like, I am excited for this movie just because I, I really loved Bumblebee. I thought Bumblebee was a real, a real step in the right direction for that franchise. And uh, I. I'm sort of excited to see this as, you know, somewhat of a continuation of, of that and everything, but it also kind of looks like as much as I'm excited for more transformers and beast wars is, you know, one of my favorite animated series as a kid and stuff like, I don't know, this movie kind of has like a little bit of the Michael Bay stupidity in it that I feel like they kind of got away from in, uh, in Bumblebee, like Bumblebee was pretty sort of self-contained and small and kind of intimate and more back to like what kind of the first one was like. And uh, I don't know, there's some stuff in this where like the shots of them on the battlefield running towards each other, there's like a thousand transformers on that field. And it's kind of like, I don't know, that was a thing they successfully, I think got away from in the, in the previous one. But um, the, the other thing that I kind of wanted to raise up and, you know, there's Aquaman, there's some other things like is, uh, is the flash just, because I'm genuinely wait, wait, are you raising up like good things you think are going to be good? Or are you going to tell us your favorite? Because I feel like you're uh, okay. in this. This like right I might be. I might be. Well, Stop so here's the reason. Go. I'm trying here's to appeal the that, like to all the constituents. <laughs> the okay, so I would say I would honestly say that the Flash is potentially my most anticipated, and you're, I'll tell you why. We're not Old doing choice. your last round of picks. We need your final picks. Test time is here. <laughs> What is the well, number one pick? Is it Transformers? No, I would say Emma, Rob Keys both admitted that we had not like really fully done our homework for this, but we made picks. Okay. <laughs> oh, Dahmer won. Oh God. Oh no. <laughs> really? Oh, Dahmer won the Golden Globe, and Evan Peters has to give this speech. <laughs> oh, it's about to get real awkward. <laughs> um. Okay, no, for real though, I would. I actually am gonna say oh, the Flash like because I'm. Oh, poor <laughs> like I uh, I would say the flash just because I am kind of curious like what they are going to do in order to kind of crack this thing open and I liked I liked the character of the you know of, of Barry Allen's flash in the Snyderverse um, I like the idea of all the different you know characters we're going to get in this with like Supergirl and Michael Keaton's Batman back like that stuff you know Michael Keaton's Batman was my Batman for forever so I, I would say that of the movies that I'm looking forward to the most, I'm excited about that is that is probably my 
you know, most anticipated. Is it going to be the best movie that I see next year? <laughs> For sure not. Like, absolutely not. But um, but I, I think it probably is my most anticipated because I, I can't wait for whatever the post credit scene is of that that's going to, you know, kind of reset everything and give us an I'm idea. Sure they of can't wait either because they've reshot it 15 times. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they probably still will again, depending on what James Gunn announces soon. So ready for it to be over. Yeah, we're getting some of that this this month, right? Apparently, said, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I don't know. I like You know, for all of Ezra Miller's problems as a human being there was a lot of things in this movie that i was excited for i'm you know i'm excited to see kiersey clemens back as iris west um you know supergirl like i said earlier curious how like you know ben affleck's batman fits into it are we going to get that grant gustin cameo like i just i don't know i think it's gonna be fun and i like uh you know, I like time travel stuff and this has been a great first date, but I do not know you any better yet. So <laughs> what is it you're the what is your actual most anticipated? No, I would say that is my most anticipated. Flash. I would okay. say yes. I would say the flash is my most anticipated. Bold choice, Benny, but I do Why? understand your love of Keaton. Yeah. How? It's just <laughs> you know, Michael like I was saying, Michael Keaton back as Batman is gonna be worth the price of admission for me, just in in general. This uh for what this thing was supposed to do, the flash, like the whole point imagine go back when we were all covering this years ago, like how many times they went through like directors attached, yeah. unattached, multiple scripts, Ezra <laughs> yeah. trying to pen a script themselves so they can get this across the finish line. And then it's supposed to serve now as a reset to get away from the Snyderverse or whatever. And now they yeah. can't even do that because Gunn's coming in and wiping it all out. So yeah. they had all these cameos ready with Wonder Woman, like that's ending, and and Camille yeah. who's back. Oh shit, too soon there. And remember yeah. when Cyborg was supposed to be a big player in this film? <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> oh my god, like, what happened? So I, yeah. I, I <laughs> it is hilarious. That this is your most anticipated <laughs> film to me, but I well, kind I of understand it. the Keaton thing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's mostly that. Like, I was excited for that. I am, you know, I'm excited for, like, like I said, I'm excited to see Supergirl and some of these characters that we haven't really gotten in, in like, big movie, you know, big budget movie stuff in the modern DCU and everything. Uh, we obviously have the TV show. But I was excited for these people to kind of shoot their shot and do something kind of crazy, and we get multiple versions of Barry Allen. And I think it'll be a lot of fun. But I recognize it could also be a complete disaster as well. I'm not a... I have no like illusions about what a mess of a movie it could end up being, but of the movies that are coming out, I am most curious to see that one. I think um, mm-hmm. most curious to see that one, but I mean, your guys' picks are, are definitely, you know, they're definitely like going to be better movies <laughs> probably <laughs> for sure. For sure. For sure. Um, well, okay. You get- man, you're going to take an L. I mean, I just did a whole <laughs> pitch for why DC can do real good as a franchise this year, but even you sound like you're about to take the bigger out. This, I like I said, I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying it's going to be good, but I, it is my most anticipated. I'm curious to see it. Um, there are a lot of movies though that are coming out this year. Huh? Like you were saying, like so we got the Marvels, we got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. We have is Craven really going to come out this year? Ah, maybe end of the year. I don't know. Fuck it. We talk about Indiana Jones instead or something. Yeah, Barbie. so Indiana Jones. Yeah, J- Indiana John Jones, Wick. Barbie. We have uh, Quantumania. Basically owns May with Guardians and Fast 10. 
Yeah. yeah, dude, we got Creed three this year, and that's one dude, of my favorite that, franchises. That Creed, did you guys see the Creed trailer in IMAX where he talks about the IMAX cameras and stuff like that? Do you actually get to see that in IMAX with Avatar? No, I didn't see it in IMAX. No. Oh man, it 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 does look fucking sick though. Like in in IMAX, those shots of like the ring and him like walking into the ring and like the crowd fills the screen and everything. It's like that's cool. That it. I mean, when they first said that was gonna be an IMAX, like I wasn't totally. Not that I wasn't sold on it, but I was kind of like, you know, it's one of these things that'll look a little, you'll have some cool scenes in it. But man, sitting through that with him talking about like why they're shooting in IMAX and some of the shots that you see, it's like, I actually kind of get it. Like, there haven't been a lot of movies that make a use of the IMAX format in like that way. Usually it's big action set pieces or something, not like drawing you in the way like, <laughs> I mean, remember when we used to, when IMAX used to be for like the natural history museums and shit? That's what it almost <laughs> feels like. It's like, you know, it's actually taking in these like big pictures instead of just like showing you big action. Um, yeah, that's kind of cool. But after everything but, I've seen, I miss those natural history ones. Yeah, well, man. I, yeah, remember those. But you, well, they still, you are in the Arctic with the polar bears. Yeah, well, we do they go, still, uh, let's all go see sixty-five in IMAX with Adam Driver oh, shooting right. dinosaurs and shit. That's some natural history. <laughs> Dude, I that think. trailer is fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> I have theories about that trailer that I want to talk about at some point. We're going to talk about it now, though. But, um, okay, most anticipated TV show of 2023. I'm going last for this one. Okay. Uh, Do you want to go, Kofi, or you want me to go? Oh, man, I feel like I'm woefully unprepared, and I feel like I'm going to say something that I regret later. Yeah, I mean, I I do, too. So, okay, I will say, uh, I mean, the show that I am most, like, most anticipated show was The Last of Us. Um, big fan of the games. You know, HBO is really great at these kind of, like, serialized storytelling, big budget, immersive worlds. I think this is a cool thing that they're going to be able to do. Um, you know, there's so much that can happen in this world that, like, we haven't seen in the games. And, like, I know they said they're going to stick to the games and kind of that's going to be the story, but... I'm more interested in a last of us like multiverse type thing than I am or shared universe than I am more walking dead at this point. So Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm very hopeful for that too, but I couldn't put it on the top of my list because part of me can refuse to believe that anything is going to be better than the experience of playing those games. Yeah. I mean, I finally played one like right before two came out like a couple of weeks. And so I got to play them like back to back and it was, it, it was awesome. I, yeah, I mean, that's the thing with that one. It is funny because, you know, for many, many years beyond a decade ago, the three of us always talked about, man, at some point they're finally going to crack the code and, and adapt video games properly. Yeah. And we always said, once the Netflix thing began, streaming high premium shows began, we said, man, they should, they should, they should do Mass Effect, Assassin's Creed, and this, these like big Sony story based, yeah. lengthy single player games as series, miniseries, and, set, and, and they're doing it. The thing for me is like, I have seen The Last of Us story so well told. I feel yeah. like the movie is just here it is again with two with a, a cast you love. My concern yeah. is like, yeah, I kind of know the whole thing. That's not to knock it. It's I, it's still one of my top things I'm most excited for. But I feel like I've just I've kind of been there, done that. In that's an case. interesting. Yeah, I mean that's an interesting point because like you know Horizon Zero Dawn and and everything is one of my favorite Sony franchises now, and like they're now adapting that, and it's like when I think about that. You're kind of right. It's like, I don't feel like when I play Horizon Zero Dawn, I've had this experience that 
is kind of like almost something I don't ever want to experience again. It's like, I, yeah, I want to see giant robot dinosaurs being, you know, shot down in a post-apocalyptic world or whatever. Like that seems cool. Whereas the last of it is kind of like, that is the baggage this show is going to carry. And I was actually as intense as, you know, as most as this is my most anticipated show, I was disappointed to kind of hear how closely they intended to sort of hew to the games. Like I was sort of hoping that like, I don't know, the show would meander a bit more like the walking dead would. And, you know, there would be that core story, but it's like, we would really get a lot of texture around. And I'm sure there'll be some of that, but I don't know. That was actually kind of disappointing to me because it's sort of like, it's tricky though, man. It's like, cause the the stories, there are a lot of beyond the main two, there's a lot of supporting characters who have notable appearances in the games. And yeah. Um, how do I say this? There are, <laughs> there are screeners available. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it's a tricky balance with these things. Like, do you follow the story that's so well regarded? I mean, I gave this game for Game Rare back in the day a five out of five. Like, I thought it was like yeah. a fucking perfection. And somehow, to me, they made something even at the time better than Uncharted. And I love Uncharted. Um, yeah. So I mean, that was a they, good rating. Yeah, but that's yeah. the blueprint, though. So, so do you follow yeah. that story or do you deviate? And if so, are you you're gonna tell? me and naughty dog that your story is somehow better like why would you change what we yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. and for fans they expect that story so if you take a character i'm not gonna name any we take care and change their, their side story or move things around it's like all of a sudden that those creative decisions become at odds with what yeah. people say is a masterpiece it's very tricky to adapt yeah. something like this either you're copy and paste with your own flavor or you're making your own decisions and and you're saying well, well my way is best way so it's, it's for weird. yeah i think there's an option c and i think it's the one that they're taking because they are working with like with neil what's his name that's Druckmann. the that's the key no Druckmann is the creative yeah. director of the game of course and what of course. they're that doing the way out. yeah and what they're doing is there is a way to adapt this which is i think they realize someone realized very smartly so that video games are at, at essence like a code a math code sheet like this begets this begets this so it is a very kind of rube goldbarg machine type movement yeah. like you have to go here to do this to unlock this to do this to do this then you have this battle then you do this but a show has to tell the story in those moments that we saw in the game and the f- and what the last of us does very well is deceptively is it, it uses a lot of the puzzle mechanics and stuff it, or the uses a lot of the cut scenes to make the puzzles interesting enough and make the battles feel yeah like with enough stakes and intensity like you care about these characters and you care about what they're trying to do and you care about getting out of this battle and and surviving and all this stuff and not just because you're playing a game, but because you care about Ellie and you, or you care about Joel and all that stuff. So a show has to kind of do that same thing and make you care like any dramatic show, but like you can build up tension, you can build up character relationships, you can flesh out like who people are in like, you know, what depth they have and how many scenes they have. like a lot more than you could in the game. And I was thinking about that because I was doing an article today about Troy Baker, the actor who provides the motion capture and voice for Joel. So he's going to be in this show as a character named James. And I'm not going to, and I had to look it up and that was my first time. I was like, Oh, I do have to kind of look up to even remember as much as I love playing the last of us. And as much as I remember it, 
there are so many like details in those seasonal story arcs and, you know, yeah. characters that come and go that y- you can do a refresher. You need a refresher first of all. And yeah, you can flesh them out with good actors and kind of more scenes and, and add more depth and build yeah. up tension. And, and in some ways I think it's going to be good because a character like James is a good example. Like if you know from the games, like you're going to maybe enjoy some of the scenes that you see in like a dramatic irony sense, like, you know what's happening, yeah. but the characters don't and all that. And, and the people who don't play don't know, but yeah. the people who don't know are going to get to those parts and be like, Oh my God. And HBO's mastered that obviously because game of Thrones wouldn't work if they couldn't and house yeah, of the dragon yeah, sure. certainly wouldn't work if they couldn't play yeah. that game with mm-hmm. content that's already known. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's true. Um, so, I, I do like the idea of, of them taking a potential supporting character or a side character or, or a character you read about and giving them like an episode because they can do that in an episodic format like this, which is kind of neat. Um, so I, I agree with that. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. <clears throat> that was uh, that was my main one. Other things that I just like, you know, I'm kind of like looking forward to the Orphan Black Echoes like show that's sort of set in the same world of or- as Orphan Black, but is like with Kristen Ritter and seems like a bit of a different, different thing like that. Uh, I'm just kind of curious to see what that turns out to be. Cause you know, we were big fans of orphan orphan black. Um, and then Elizabeth Olsen is in a ax murder show called love and death. And we all know <laughs> how much I love Elizabeth Olsen. So that's my other one that I'm, uh, I'm interested in, but uh, Kofi, you want to go? Sure. I probably should have been using this time to like look up an answer, but I'm watching Eddie Murphy win the uh, Cecil B. DeVille were award at the Golden Globe. I'm sure people will but, uh, appreciate your live kind of commentary on the Golden Globes as we're popping you in and out of it. So, well, because uh, Eddie Murphy's black, Ben. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I meant. I love yeah. the fuck with Ben. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, I was just stalling for time so I could also yeah. look up at like what's coming out. You got uh, Agatha, uh, Coven of Chaos. You got no, Ironheart. Whoa, whoa, bro, you are out of the game. Obviously, you were out of the game. That is not guaranteed for this year anymore. Okay, okay, yes, okay. But if I want to still get that. Still get that uh, same same crew who will who will you know if I want to impress those ladies same ladies I can my answer is um I mean there's a lot in TV there's so much I mean we get in the Mandalorian season three which is like the battle for Mandalore I mean that's dope as fuck yeah. Ahsoka is gonna be a rebel sequel we got Mary Elizabeth Winstead playing Harrison Dula and it's like somebody read my fanfic and that's kind of awesome <laughs> so. You know, that's dope as fuck. I mean, everything on Disney Plus actually this year I'm really psyched about because Star Wars has a good lineup. Um, Loki season two alone is going to be dropping and be dope as fuck. Yeah. Uh, what else is coming out? Secret Invasion, I think, is going to be changing the game for yep. Marvel again when they add a proper, like, real espionage thriller. Mr. Agatha thriller, is right? coming out this year. Um, we don't I, have that confirmed. Is it like they're filming? They I, just started filming now. I, well, that well, you're right. That one was on the slate, though. The one that's I really think, not yeah, confirmed. I think that's going to be WandaVision slot 2024. Yeah. 
could be echo That's got delayed because of the production issues and whatever there's a lot of yeah. reports well, think, about that. yeah and i think they just got a good cast i mean they've just been adding like crazy fucking actresses like to this left and right so i think i'm gonna bet on that being 2024 but um oh no they have secret invasion um we might get a what if i just did this and i have articles about it Anyway, like all the Disney Plus stuff, I think is going to be pretty solid this year. But um, there's also some big dog shows coming back. Succession's coming back for another season. Like that's that's heavyweight. Um, the Boys Universe is going to expand with Gen V this year. That trailer Uh, looks pretty good too. Like I wasn't not that I was like against that idea from the beginning, but like man, I mean that trailer looks great for sure. Justified's coming back. Um. Yeah, love and death, like you already mentioned, with Elizabeth Olsen is already yeah. like I'm there. There, I mean, people are still saying Agatha, so we're gonna keep it there. I guess you guys, we got more what we do in the shadows, more Barry. Yeah, there's a lot. Ironheart. Oh, Ironheart was the other TV show Marvel's putting out this year. Um. Yeah. So like, yeah, there's a lot of new things that are coming out. But um, I think for me, I'm gonna say my most anticipated thing i'm personally like most looking forward to see not like thing i know is going to be most awesome is yeah. uh yellow jacket season two. Oh man yeah i love me some yellow jacket that was a great show yeah see i agree so, the casting for that second season looks fucking lit any too. ladies missing listening to this if i missed you with the agatha you know reference not putting my <laughs> chips behind that know that i'm behind yellow jackets um yellow jacket yeah. season one was such a just a dark horse i came late to the party late on the cult hit side of it like yeah. the, all the cool kids were already in on yellow jackets before i got in on it and but i got in before like most people kind of like went back after season one and got in on it but uh yeah that's this show is so dope and like just the casting that they've done for season two if you've been so good following along like i know we report it but it never it never explodes because nobody cares like that much about it but um that's the kind of a good thing because people will be like wait when they see the show and they'll be like oh shit it's so and so like you know yeah um so yeah this there's a new thing uh that's coming up and oh man this week alone the Last of Us, I w- I'm really psyched for. I'm hoping it's going to be really dope because I need a- another HBO series after House of the Dragon to fill that void in my life and White Lotus to fill the void in my life. But um, also, uh, oh, man. No, no, no. Don't lose it. Don't lose it. I'm losing it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, there's something. More? There's Oh, God. I'm losing it. I'm losing it. And there's something we need to remember. Oh, man, I'm going to lose it. All right. Well, I'll break the remember that like 20 minutes you can break back in with. Yeah, I will. There's uh, a, there's like a really important one that we shouldn't forget. That's going to be really dope, too. Was it? Are you talking about that 90s show? <laughs> no, I mean, that's going to be that could be. Hey, yeah, that could, be that could be really sure. dope. But um, yeah, no, um, sure. oh, I can't believe it. White House Plumbers. Else. No, yeah. I was thinking when I said cool new things, I was thinking of White House Plumbers. I didn't want to go down that road, but uh, yeah, no White House Plumbers could be pretty good. Did Gotham Knights get canceled, or is that still coming out? No, no. that's still oh, that's still a thing. 
Yeah, it's, it's so weird. Um, yeah, it's so weird. What a confusing, like, I, you know, whatever. I'm not going to, like, shit on Warner Brothers tonight too much. But, like, <laughs> you release a video game called Gotham Knights that people didn't like very much. And you have an underwhelming trailer for a show called Gotham Knights that's, like, not even related to the video game. And I know Gotham Knights is a thing in the comics. Like, I'm not an idiot. But it's like, man, I don't know. That, that whole thing yeah. is just, like, like I, ill-conceived. We well, people were saying it's gonna be canceled before they they thought it was gonna be canceled yeah. before they finished shooting. We reached out to them saying, no, no, it's it's fully on on track. Yeah. But I, it's pretty much guaranteed it can't it can't continue under what they're doing right now with these yeah, networks. For right? sure. but, yeah. Start, oh yeah, the accolade they say might come out. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? That's oh, crazy. Because it's been filming. I mean, that was already filming last year. Yeah, was it? That'd be oh, cool for sure. Oh, shit. Some people have well, skeleton crew is the one they list. started shooting too. So that one's potential, yeah. I guess. Clone High yeah. could be coming out. Yeah, um, that's uh, crazy. Okay, let's. Uh, uh, wait, okay, give, give me your one, and I'll give you mine because you, you already mentioned. What, I think what mine is. Um, I mean, I also want Severance season two, Yellow Jacket season two. Um. Uh, and uh, my most anticipated also, I think Shogun's on FX is going to be dope. Because mm-hmm. Shogun, if you've never read that book, is really fucking dope. Um, one of the greatest kind of epics, you know, I've ever read. So I'm looking forward to that one. And I just can't. Yeah, I'm trying to stall for time again and see if I couldn't figure out. What the missing one was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like That's it's funny. really important. That is it? Is you know it number one? No, no, no. Wait. Oh, okay. Well, well, uh, the way this is so far, what's what's your top top pick? Mm. I'm gonna say Ahsoka is my number one. Okay, yeah. I actually thought Ben yeah. was gonna say that. To be honest, no. Um, so yeah, I mean, I love one. I love Ahsoka. Yeah, for sure. Ahsoka is my number so one. If I have to say honestly, just in my heart of hearts, what I really want to see. Yeah. The most, the most excited for it. I mean, Ahsoka is going to be really, really good for me. I mean, Rosario, Rosario Darson's Ahsoka is really dope. There's going to, yeah. I mean, there's rumors saying we're going to get, and I believe them that we're going to get like three different versions of Ahsoka Tano over time, which is be cool, cool to see all three of those from like Clone Wars era and stuff in live action. And it's going to be like a Rebel sequel. We're going to get Thrawn. We're going to get a live action Ezra. I've, yeah. I've already mentioned Mary Elizabeth Winstead of it all. Like it, it's going to be dope. So yeah. I'm really psyched for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be great. Um, okay. Rob. Um, I am less enthused about the Disney plus stuff. I think I'm always make my feelings clear on what I think is the overall quality and or aside, which to me was the best show of last year. I think all of the star Wars and Marvel stuff that Disney plus has done has been just okay or, or good and not even good enough in some cases like not as good as it should be for me um yeah and i will say is like on both fronts for star wars ahsoka if i didn't have always it didn't have boba fett and some of the stuff in mando and didn't see if, if obi was better than that what what it ended up being i would have been more excited because rebels to me was pretty amazing from start to finish and seeing a follow-up to that would have been so amazing but the idea now of that crew bringing all those characters together and after seeing how they handled like the mando episodes in Boba fett i'm so worried it's going to be just yeah. like gimmick yeah. the show and it's like just too many too much focus on like look remember the scene from clone wars look it's this it's just showing shit in live action versus telling me an amazing story that's my concern 
I cannot back that up with anything. So it's yep. hard for me to get enthused for that because I've been burned by almost everything Star Wars except Andor and their animation. So that's the Star Wars side of it. On the Marvel side of it, same thing. Um, it's been like they've been under delivering across the board almost, I think. And I, as much as She Hulk's probably my favorite one. They, so they're on the up and up, thankfully. Um, but with the all the reports of what's going on with Echo and, 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 uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I guess we'll see. And in Loki, I know Ben, you you were a bigger fan of Loki season one than I was. Yeah. My concern with Loki season two is like, I feel like they are, they're not going to bridge that gap nicely between like the Kang of it all and the multiverse of it all because they've been they've been effing that up. I think all along too. And yeah, I'm not sold on Ant Man three despite having a huge trailer that had Modok in it. And ten years ago, that would have blew my fucking mind. But. Like, <laughs> Now it's like I don't know. Is it just going to be a weird thing? Is the TVA stuff going to make sense at all? Do I even care? I, I don't know. It's it's weird. I've been kind of burned by Loki season one and the multiverse stuff. So same thing. I feel like Star Wars and Marvel kind of not treating me too well in the last two years. So yeah. we'll see. So because of that, in the Last of Us, our discussion there, I think the one that's in terms of follow up seasons, the one that has me most excited is Succession season four because like that is a show which is crazy intense. There's no other show that delivers that kind of intensity. And I have no idea what to expect in season yeah. four. And that's refreshing. Uh, whereas all these other shows, I kind of know where it's going to begin and end. Um, yeah. And I kind of know what to expect. But I have no idea what to expect Succession season four, other than it's going to be insane. So that I'm excited for. In terms of a new thing, I, I didn't even think about this. And I haven't actually seen any, any marketing assets for it. But I know Spielberg and Hanks are doing another World War II era thing. They're doing Masters of the Air on Apple. And mm. if you like Band of Brothers or the Pacific, and Band of Brothers was something f- special. Uh, like, Fuck you, I will never time. watch the Pacific again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, Pacific didn't, oh, I wasn't yeah. as hot on that one, but Band of Brothers to me was like just insane and so ahead of its time. And that whole cast, you go back and look at it, it's like when you go back to watching Saving Private Ryan or Black Hawk Down, like every single person in that cast became like a star in their own right, right? Um, I think that's going to be you know, mashes of the air and um, actually Austin Butler and Barry Kagan are in it. And they just, they're up for <laughs> nominations tonight. At the Golden Globes. Um, it's got a huge cast. It has like, it's an Apple TV show who I think have been doing like great work with these kind of period stuff or these big budget things. And this has like a $250 million budget Spielberg and Hanks added again. Like that's you know, it. You did it. It was servant. Servant is coming out this week and I'm looking so forward <laughs> oh, yeah. to that. Oh, yeah, the final yeah. Servant. The premiere was like yesterday. New York. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Great. For season four. Is that good? I've not seen that show. Uh, yeah, the answer is yes. Sorry, I'm watching Abbott Elementary win a Golden Globe. Um, yeah, so the show is still on. I thought, the, how long is the Golden Globes? Yeah, I mean they got to do TV and movies. Um, Jesus. So yes, yes, it is. It's it's good. It is hmm. very good. It has a lot of good people yeah. in it. Toby Cabell is really good. Lauren Ambrose, who was it was just. Uh, is going to be in Yellow Jackets this season, actually, after she finishes this last season of yeah. Servant. And uh, yeah, it's a it's a good show. Also on Apple TV, got there Rupert Grant go. running around. That's right. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, no Servant. Uh, Servant's great. Uh, okay. Anything else? Uh, no, I mean we kind of listed them all. So so. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Succession and Masters of the Air because they're unknowns to me, so I'm excited. Yeah, okay. Um, oh, geez. All right, our final category of the evening. Um, we have video games. 
your most anticipated video game of Am I supposed to guess yours, Ben, here? Uh, yeah, I think you would. I think you will be able to guess mine. Oh, I, I was. My immediate thought was like Dead Space because you were kind of. A fan oh, of I did OG. love Dead Space. Yeah, and even recently you were yeah. talking about it in comparison to the Callisto Protocol. Oh, so. Callisto Protocol, which I fucking. I actually kind of came around a little bit on that, but I still haven't <laughs> finished it. Um, yeah, I came around a little bit on it, but I still think it's stupid. I still think it's like a poorly designed video game. But yeah, that's why. I just, but uh, Lauren Ambrose, by the way, uh, Six Feet Under was one of my older favorite shows from a while back. Oh, yeah. She's great in that. She's great in that show. As a former funeral director, I really enjoyed that. That, uh, wow. that series. Um, okay. No, my most anticipated video game of 2023 is Alan Wake 2. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Of um, course. Oh, good call. Not Destiny 2 Lightfall, not uh, Dead Space Remake or Remastered. Although I will play the shit out of that Dead Space Remastered, and I know Ashley will watch me play it, so that I'm looking very much forward to that. Um, if they actually put out a new Alan Wake this year, I will be very, very excited for that. Um, Alan Wake is one of my favorite video games of all time. And their other video games, are like Control is still one of probably my favorite video games of the last generation. Um, mm-hmm. If they had properly ported that to to current gen to like PS5, I would have I would still be playing that just for fun. I'd be going in and doing some of the DLC. They have like a kind of a horde mode thing, mm. um, like a challenge mode thing. But you, if you played it on PS4 with in the original edition, it like doesn't the ultimate edition like doesn't transfer to the PS5. Like they can't talk to each other for some stupid reason. And so like I have not gone back and played that game, but I would have remedy if i was actually uh if i was actually able to do that which seems like not that difficult of a fucking thing to do so i'm still i'm still like holding out hope for just the like four year later patch that lets me take my save because i'm like maxed out full skill tree in control um that's a great game for anybody who hasn't played it though uh, yeah, I love that game. I think you just like these like power fantasy games where you over level. Because one time at your old house and when you were in Montreal, you showed me like your save and uh, you were pretty late game in Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, Look, and you're like max level everything, and you're just fucking destroying these creatures. I'm like, man, what yeah. is this? Like, you're so far ahead of these bad guys. Um, yeah. So I think that's why you like control because you just get probably yeah. <laughs> no, you totally yeah, you totally do. I I like the story of that game quite a bit, but I also a lot of it is just like the mechanics of it. It's kind of you know what I like about it, and it goes this I this will come back around to Alan Wake is like they have like a weird pedigree of this kind of like you control one thing with like the L trigger and you control something else with the R trigger. And those two things have like interplay. So in Alan Wake, you're using the flashlight to like take down the shields of the enemies. And then you like pop them with a gun, right? I know you hated this, but yeah. Is is that the sequel band? Are you walking around with this goddamn flashlight or did you get a bigger light this time? Maybe it's like an LED light. You get to carry it. Arguing about Alan Wake. I I can't handle it. House of the Dragon just won a goddamn golden globe. Oh, hey, deserved. Well deserved. What? Most incest? What, what's the award? <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, <laughs> contr- this, this podcast tonight has been completely off the rails. I kind of love it Sorry. though. But, oh, no, um, no, but like with control, or did you play control, Rob? I, I I have not. I have like every version of it for every platform. I have not played Yeah, it. right. So that's the thing. So like the L trigger controls like if I remember correctly, like your powers and then the right trigger 
controls the gun. So it's like, you know, you'll like wing something, you'll throw a, you know, some like environmental hazard at an enemy and then you'll pop them with the gun. But like you're constantly balancing between the energy of your powers versus the energy of your gun. So you kind of have to like use your powers for a little bit and then shoot your gun and then your gun runs out of ammo and you're using your powers and they're controlled. They're mapped on the L and the R. So it's sort of similar to Alan Wake in that way. But yeah, I uh, I don't know. I'm excited for Alan Wake. It will probably disappoint me because I've gone back and played the original Alan Wake. And as much as I love a story where the writer is the hero and there's all this like weird Twin Peaks stuff and everything, like, you know, it it is also goofy in some ways that I was more forgiving of a long time ago. And, you know, video games have like stepped it up a lot since the original Alan Wake as much as I love it. So I'm... Uh, you know, I mean, I'm cautiously optimistic of that one, but it would be impossible for me not to say that that's my most anticipated. Good for you, man. I'm happy you're sticking yeah. with your fucking, you know, Transformers <laughs> and, all and all these things you overrated the shit. I'm just, yeah, I'm just <laughs> All right, guys. I just want to let you know, it's the last final two awards of the evening. My Golden Crow, oh, okay. final two awards. All right, thank you. Um, great. Uh, okay, Rob, most anticipated... Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with the co-op theme. I'm feeling co-op again. You know, I've always been a big proponent of co-op games. Even you and I played like weird, goofy shit, like the Mass Effect co-op. <laughs> Dude, I was thinking about that the other day. Like, <laughs> yeah. because that that uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition or whatever it was, the complete edition, was like the PlayStation Plus game last month, I think. And I was uh-huh. telling my friend Alex, like, you ought to get it. And then I was like, oh, shit, we could play the multiplayer. And then I realized it doesn't have the multiplayer, right? Yeah, like, imagine it, calling it the Legendary Edition and missing out on the actual <laughs> legendary part of that game. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was the goofy. Yeah, that and was Mass Effect 3 burned me so hard, but that multiplayer thing was actually kind of fun. Yeah. Um, Infiltrator played, for life. We played a lot of that with, like, Riley and the Game Rank guys, dude. It's, we so played like, it's the only game that ever got me with the microtransaction stuff. Yeah. Actually, and I know you're you're a dirty animal. I did. I, stuff. I, of course I you did. did. Trying to buy your god powers. I fucking I wanted that like the uh fucking I can't remember which one it was, but there was a character that I like really wanted to be able to play. Because that was bullshit. That was like back in the early days of microtransactions where it's like it was an entire whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like you had to like you couldn't unlock those characters, I don't think, without no, 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 no. It was loot boxes, baby. Yeah. So it's like Man, I remember that. Like, I remember that. Like, you couldn't, it wasn't like Fortnite where it's like, you know, you go on, you can buy Spider Man if you want, or there's like a season pass. It was like you had to open 10 boxes to get a Krogan. Yeah. Like Warrior, if you wanted one. I, I was a little lucky, though, because I remember this is like the, the golden era of Xbox. This was 360 era, I guess, right? So yeah. I had one, like Xbox Canada, you know, back when they used to host more events, did like end of your holiday thing, and they did like an axe throwing competition. And your boy won, of course. So they gave me like $100 of like Xbox <laughs> currency or $200 worth. And I gave like the in, in like, you know, what it was like seven or eight cards that were $25 or $5 or whatever. And I gave yeah. one to like Riley, gave all the guys that are with me on my team. I, I kind of gave them one. And I had like 80 bucks left over. And I literally spent like the, all that fucking currency on these stupid <laughs> So I ended up getting like every character, but I always played yeah, the, uh, the stealthy one that went invisible and sniped. Yeah, that one was cool. That one was cool. I always did the Vanguard one. It was like the one that rushed across the field or whatever. And then that's it. Oh, man. What a great, like, what a. Yeah. Cool game, yep, yep. but fucking mess of a ending for sure. But oh yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, was it you who wrote that thing about the indoctrination theory? Like we got to bring that back. Like that's yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I did write. Fuck man, that was like deep cuts. Holy cow, that was so long ago. Yeah, if you're listening, look up uh, Mass Effect Three ending, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yes. indoctrination theory game rant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, oh, someone in 2021 wrote that it's not true. What's not true? That it, the indoctrination theory isn't true. I think it was just like a hot take that someone wrote. No, no, no. It, it, it sh- the problem was it should have been true because it's better than the stupid yes, ass yes, ending they gave us. Because it yeah. makes no sense, the ending they yeah. gave us. So my, yeah, I, my article from 2012 is, is still up. You can find it. Mass Effect 3 endings explain question mark the indoctrination theory answer. Yeah, that should have been – they, they should have just leaned into that and salvaged the story they were actually building toward uh, and yeah. setting up. Um, and now they're trying to bring it back, and I don't know how they're going to do it unless they – I don't know, time travel or some craziness. Yeah, but, that um, is like – yeah. Who knows? Uh, they burned that franchise. Let's see. Yeah. Um, okay, so co-op theme. Um, my number one is, is a game you may not even heard of. It's called Ark Raiders. Um, this is oh, a game. Yeah. Yeah. It was announced not at the recent Game Awards, um, but the previous Game Awards. Funny enough, the first one we were judges for. Um, and it had this beautiful trailer, and it's made. It's it's a co-op action like shooter, third person. It's going to be a big free to play game thing, like they all are nowadays. Um, and it's but it's made by a team of devs who used to work at Dice. And these are the guys behind the good older Battlefield, Battlefield games. And they made yeah. Battlefront 2, but these guys worked on the good Battlefield games before like the current dice like destroyed that franchise with 2042. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was supposed to come out last year, and in August they delayed it to sometime in 2023 so they can polish it and run more playtests. But if you just go back and watch, do me a favor, if you're listening, just watch the reveal trailer from December 2021 of Arc Raiders. And has this amazing song on it by Robin, and it's 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 just beautiful trailer. The action looks super fun, and it's a co-op game, and it's going to be free to play. So um, to me, like the guys who made the good Battlefield games, they 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 know visuals and action and shooters, and this is all of that together uh, with a lot of style. So um, yeah, I'm very cool. hyped for that. And then I'll I'll just mention as runner runners runners up, um, Diablo Four. I just it's going back to the roots of OG Diablo with like really detailed, more horror themed stuff, and it's going to be an amazing gigantic co op game. And I hope they have all the learnings from all the failings they had launching Diablo Three with the yeah. the goofy in game store and the auction house, all that craziness. So. This one they seem to be doing right, and they're really, really, really taking their time with it, which is really nice to see. They're not even. This could have came out three years ago, and they keep delaying it, delaying it, delaying it. Yeah. And they brought in my boy Rod Ferguson, legendary Canadian developer who like did the Gears games. He helped finish Bioshock Infinite. He's like the finisher. He his his number one passion forever has been. Um, Diablo, and they he finally gets to work on his dream project. So he's been there for a couple yeah, of years now. Cool. He left the Coalition, which is another Canadian studio working on Gears, to do this to help again finish the product. He's the guy who brings it across the finish line, and they've been taking their time with it. So I hope that's good. And last but not least, another kind of underdog is Remnant Two. Uh, a couple of years ago, a game called Remnant from the Ashes came out, and it was like a super hard, wow, Dark, Dark Souls f- style shooter thing, three player co op. And and the sequel is coming out this this year. What's but going on? Golden Gold Gold. in a Sharon one over oh. everything, everywhere, all at once. That's crazy, man. Oh fuck that! Yeah, it won over a whole bunch of other stuff. Like yeah, oh over That's Babylon. Yeah, it, and I like, like you said, I just saw that two days ago and liked it, but that is not as good as everything yeah, everywhere no, all at once. No, no. So no. Is everything everywhere all at once going to get fucked by the Oscar? Like, because this is starting. Well, to like, show. I mean, Michelle Yeoh and won. Kei Hu Kwan won. They both did. Yeah, yeah, the Oscars. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, like, I don't know, man. I haven't seen a movie like Everything Everywhere All at Once in a long. Like, I can't think of a movie that's that just like imaginative in a long time. Like, I, no, it was it was awesome. It was like it's the best thing we're gonna. It's sadly the best thing we're probably gonna see of its whole like multiverse obsession outside of Rick and yeah. Morty. Good call. Yeah. Oh, I finished that, by the way. 
Hey, I'm now on the I'm now on the solar opposites too. So yes, there we go. Yeah, you guys hooked me. Solar opposites is so berserk. <laughs> it's, it's, it's yeah, it's kind of like Rick and Morty on crack almost. Like it's even more <laughs> vulgar and crazy. Um, yeah, but uh, Have we got into a wall episode yet. No, but they they are sticking oh. humans in the wall. Yeah, so like, yeah, I great. Like, you know, it's like it's set up. Keep up with that. Yeah. Come yeah. back to us when you get to the wall, the wall episode. I want to hear what you think. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, Remnant 2 you were talking about. Oh, I was just saying, yeah, it's a three-player co-op. I'm not a fan, the biggest fan of these Souls-type games. Even Elden Ring I have yeah. to go back to. But like this is kind of like that with like with a like gunplay with the little, I don't know. Old, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's old school style, but it's like melee and, and combat focused with a lot of big bosses. But that yeah. formula in co-op in, in this world really worked for me in the first one. I've actually played through like the whole thing with one of my friends. So I'm looking forward to doing that in the sequel. They dropped the uh, From the Ashes subtitle, so it's just called Remnant yeah. 2, I think, this time. Cool. So, um, but yeah, Arc Raiders is my number one for 2023. That's cool. Um, there's some great games coming out, though. I mean, Suicide Squad kill the justice league you know could be very very cool same team could that be. did the good batman arkham games you know what though man that first trailer when they had like it was more cinematic yeah. i suppose but they showed like the personality of king shark, shark and harley quinn yeah. it felt too campy for me it didn't really it is a bit it is a bit cartoony like a bit well, uh, i mean there's yeah. a second trailer where they're stabbing and torturing flash which is a little yeah. bit yeah. No, no doubt. In terms of the adult theme, for sure. It's just the voices felt a little too much, but I don't know. I'll, I'll give it a chance. If the gameplay is good, that's that's paramount. So. I'm not defending that, but uh, oh, do I have to give my picks? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, mine are based on hope. I'm not the biggest gamer. I'm not like deep into the gaming culture anymore, um, but uh, I do have some hopes. Um, on my, I'm not willing to invest it as my most anticipated, but I think my most the most of my hope is going behind uh, street fighter six. I hope that game okay. is just a simple good, but a, like, you know, new age technology 2d like fighter. I just need a good fighter. I need yeah. a good street fighter game again. That really gives me that street fighter feel. And I hope this delivers, but my most anticipated for me is going to be uh Jedi survivor oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that looks great yeah. yeah i'm hoping that the mistakes of the first one have been smoothed out because they're simple tweaks right it's nothing yeah they don't have to reinvent the wheel they got to just improve the combat system yeah and like kind of direction in identifying opponents and all that they've got to kind of put a little bit more structure around the map and the missions yeah. and, the, and the direction of the game because I, I gave up on that game for a long time because I went to Dathomir thinking, oh, this is a thing to do, which is the hardest level in the game. And yeah, <laughs> by the time I finally did figure out how to play, I leveled up quickly. But like I was never supposed to be there in a game. Probably yeah. more fun if I had just gone. Yeah. The quote unquote route was totally. Easier. But so I hope they just I mean, there's simple tweaks in and, and the trailer, the latest trailer. Yeah, almost was like, just kind of like a lightsaber dick flex to be like, yeah, yeah. fucking, yeah, we heard your goddamn <laughs> comment section. Take some of this shit, and yeah. it's just like it looks like the combat is is gonna do some dope dope stuff. It looks like they stole Spider Man's combat and threw lightsabers in, um, yeah, which is gonna be good. So 
I think that's going to be good. I hope there's just a more pointed mission and kind of structure to the game. And if so, I'm going to have a great time playing this. Yeah, I think that's a good, I mean, I, I, this was on my list. It was like in my top three, someone on, on Twitter asked me, I, I can't remember who it was about like, you know, what my top three was. And that was in my, in my top three as well. And your comments are like dead on, like the problems with that game is it was just like, you know, you'd enter an environment, it was a big kind of empty world. And like, you had almost too much choice of where you went. And it was already a hard game, which is cool. Like, you know, that kind of maybe sort of needed in Star Wars, like a Dark Soulsy type experience. But it did a really bad job of like guiding you through that, which I know is kind of anti Dark Soulsy. But I think like, you know, you got to kind of meet people a bit halfway in a game like that. Like not everybody's playing Star Wars so, Jedi Survivor and stuff to like, you know, be challenged. In the interest in of real time, I got to tell you, The Fable wins one best drama. And if the internet does not make a meme of Paul Dano standing behind Steven Spielberg looking every bit like the fucking Riddler, like just oh staring at him with like with this Riddler face on, like if the internet does not make a meme of this. We yeah, failed. We, yeah. We, yeah we failed. I mean, what's the point of what you guys are doing? Yeah. What is, is there going to be a uh, NetherRealm game this year, Rob? Because, like, they keep fucking around and, like, hinting at maybe, like, a new Mortal Kombat this year. Like, yeah. It doesn't seem like it's going to be a new Injustice, but, like. They are really almost, behind on their schedule, right? They used to be, like, yeah. pretty nicely doing every two years around March-ish yeah. or whatever it was. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that would be a nice big surprise drop this year. Um, they, I know yeah. there was anticipation of a reveal at the Game Awards, but they got ahead of that yeah. and said, no, no, nothing yet. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's, that reveal is coming up in the first half of this year or summer, right? But I don't know when I it's was, going out. I always get pretty obsessed with those games, um, yeah, yeah. whether it's Injustice or whether it's Mortal Kombat. Like both of those uh, combat systems I, I enjoy quite a bit. But um, what else is kind of, you know, it's like Hogwarts and shit, but I don't, I don't have an interest in that. Starfield's coming out. Um, I will be playing Resident Evil Remastered for sure. Resident Evil 4 Remastered. Resident Evil 4 is one of my favorite um, Resident Evil games. And I actually tried to replay Resident Evil 4 a while back when Ashley was like looking for a scary game to have me play. And uh, like, I mean, the the combat system and control system on that is just so dated because it's kind of like the 3D tank controls. And like, I just couldn't even, I couldn't even do it. I was totally uh, like disoriented and stuff. So I'm excited to go back through that game and enjoy it. The way it was, you know, like in this sort of updated version for sure. But, um, and I'm sure I'll play some Destiny Lightfall. But I mean, I've really fallen off of Destiny though, Rob. You'd be proud of me. I haven't turned that thing. I haven't played the last two seasons. Like, oh, I don't know. It's not grabbing me anymore. But I mean, now that Sony bought them, like maybe they'll step it up. But it's, I just like, I don't have time for the grind anymore. So I don't, I can't grind. I don't have time to grind. So I can't play raids. And do any of the stuff that I really enjoyed in them. So it's kind of oh, like, what's not you, not not the last. You're I'm like last Matt, you're like my comic book nation co-host Matthew Aguilar in Marvel's Avengers. You're like the last. <laughs> oh my god! Is he so wow, he was playing that. Oh he, oh man, Matt is is <laughs> like the. I mean, he's the guy keeping them in business. He's How much is Avenger. he? Is he just like buying all the costumes and shit too and stuff? Or is he... I don't ask those questions because I don't. I don't I need <laughs> you don't want to know the answers, and I want to respect him, and I, do, and I need to look look him in the eye and yeah. say, I don't want to say you have a problem, you know, because yeah. yeah but no, Ooh. he's been he's been. You cannot. He's that guy sitting at the table, 
with a sign that says <laughs> Marvel's Avengers is a great game, changed my mind. Like, you know. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, you know. I The biggest people. One of my biggest regrets of the last God year has been that I pre-ordered the Destiny Collect Destiny Lightfall Collector's Edition. Like, and that thing's like two hundred fifty dollars, and that was like, I don't know, like six months ago. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'll probably get back into Destiny by then, and I'll be glad I got this. And like, now the time is here. That thing's gonna ship in a couple of weeks, and it's like, I know that I don't want it. Um, what is it? Come with that name. I made a huge mistake. I made a huge mistake. That's it. Uh, it comes with this, uh, the stranger's ghost thing, the little like fluttery looking manta ray thing. Um, it comes with that thing. Yeah. Remember those things used to be like little cubes or whatever. Yeah. This thing looks kind of like a manta ray. Um, (laughs) I'm sure that, you know, there are people that are like, screaming into their earphones the two people that still play destiny that listen to this podcast but i'm sure it's there's like a uh because I, I don't think it's actually like a ghost but it's like this traveler's companion or whatever um yeah i'm I forget uh, what they call it but. really i've always been a you know extremely pro consumer advocate that's why i'm always like anti-loot box all these things over the years but i am very anti-grind i think if you have to redo something repeatedly in order to participate in a thing in this case like yeah. high level strikes or raids or whatever like that's to me like what if i just want to play a game with six or five of my friends and play a raid like how do i just yeah do that? and i think the <laughs> i think i think the problem with destiny these days is that you like you can't enjoy the best content unless you have like really grinded your way. And you know there are people that say, well, you know, you can join an LFG or whatever. But Ugh. it's like, like I don't know. I feel like there ha- there should be some way that they need to kind of unlock in that game where it's like, okay, maybe the next season, you know, the raid level drops to like lower light, and you can, you know, anybody can just do it or something but I, even then I, it's like no yeah. one wants to play it like i don't know what yeah it, it, it's so built only for the hardcore like i understand yeah. you have to maintain a number but to me like what does it matter if 900 versus 1132 like why does that matter i'm yeah. a dude with a gun let me let me have my skill mean something and play yeah. with friends and i'm just yeah. so over like the you know do thing number goes up trade thing number goes up by three it's like that's so meaningless like these numbers yeah. are, are a joke so um I've kind of strayed away from those type of games. Maybe it's like, that's why I never really got into MMOs as well. Cause you're grinding for that gear to move a number up. So yeah. you can do a thing. And it's like, why does that matter? So no, I mean, um, it's, it's pretty bad on destiny, right? Like, I mean, even every season now, like I don't understand why they don't do this last season. They had like a loot box that you could open. It wasn't a loot box. Like it wasn't when you bought, it was like a in-game loot box where you just like mm-hmm. walked up to and open it. And it gave you like higher level gear. Okay. And it kind of like, it kind of like jumped you ahead. But it's like I did that and I was still like, you know, a hundred light levels below what max light was that I would have needed to like actually get into content I would want to play. So it's like I don't I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I'm missing some of the nuance of it and yeah, you know, it's whatever. True. I know we're we're being reductive a little bit, but still they're but basically saying you need to give us thirty hours, Ben, if you want to participate. Yeah, like, I just thirty like, hours is valuable. No. Yeah. Like yeah, I want to spend those how about five hours of playing the raid and there's only twenty five hours I can live my life or play yeah. different games. Um, exactly yeah we're, we're, i'm so old i guess yeah i know i mean i get you know and i get it you know maybe it's a young man's <laughs> game or something but I don't, know. I don't know i feel like there are a lot of people that are really passionate about games like destiny and stuff that just like you know i can't like i can't i care too much about my marriage now than to be like up till 2 a.m every night you know grinding for some rng thing that i 
may or may not even get it's a uh, it's the so it was the the strangers thing and it's called the eight inch puka replica that's what the thing is it's a puka what'd you call me no i'm just kidding yeah. um yeah i don't Interesting. know i know it's you bummer. have the touches distant from the og stuff and you had that yeah. i think it was the original ghost or something like i that. have the fucking ghost throw in a talks- pulp fiction reference the puka when rob said what did you call me oh yeah yeah oh, no I didn't, I didn't mean it that way but the uh yeah dude i have the i have the what's his face ghost um peter dinklage just, yeah i have the peter dinklage ghost oh man like the the plastic one that came with the collector's edition that talked with peter dinklage's voice yeah i remember that now it's nolan north or whatever right or, yeah yeah <laughs> what Poor a fucking guy. weird game they like recast i mean no one gives a shit about any of this so i'll just shut up but like they recast <laughs> pretty much like all those like people that were voicing characters in destiny um with the exception of like lance reddick like lance reddick is like the only person that was like famous that's still like one of the voices didn't they kill off fillion or they bring him back uh no i mean he's no you're right yeah nathan fillion is dead yeah yeah um kate is is dead yeah yeah i don't that yeah okay so anyway i could talk about this shit with you know (laughs) this is for the when we start a patreon i will do a destiny my journey through destiny and we can just like trash everything that yeah <laughs> that I, that I did and all the time that i fucking wasted but yeah. um oh, man look here one more point so, so i'm so anti-number bullshit and and, and they like them bringing in these like uh psychologists into the studios to kind of figure out ways to lure people to hear totally. their waste their time because yeah. all these games that are free to play are just are trying to get your time so a percentage spends x amount of dollars and those whales yeah. pay for the game it's so fucking dumb and 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 it's awful it's, it's such it's the worst type of consumerism but i think that's why naturally i've gravitated towards games that none of that shit matters like i was so into rainbow six siege for like four years because yeah. It's not about getting this gun thing that's a couple points higher. It doesn't matter what you use. You hit someone in the head, it's game over for that player. They're done for yeah. the round. It's pure skill and teamwork. And you can play over and over and over again, but you're playing for fun or to win or to learn. You're not playing to get number up. Uh, because if the focus is getting number up, the focus is no longer the gameplay or the, or the, yeah. the winning necessarily. And that's dumb. So, And that's also why now I like some of these battle royales or Warzone because it, you pick up any weapon. You can you can adjust it and unlock stuff to, to for a, a play style, but not because number goes up. It doesn't matter. Yeah, um, you can pick up anything; it works the same way. It's based on your play style, and you can yeah. do it that way. And Rocket League, same thing. It's it, Rocket League hasn't changed in seven years. You just have cars, and all the cars have rockets, and uh, it doesn't matter what shape you choose. It's all about just having fun and, and skill. It's based on your skill and teamwork. It's not based yeah. on do it a hundred times and now your car jumps higher. Um, yeah. So I like that where it's about teamwork or your skill and not number going up do it over and over and over again yeah grind, you know i still remember like where i was when like gallahorn finally like dropped for me and stuff in that original game and like that those feelings were so amazing but true, true, you true. know it's 10 years almost like you know it's like eight years later i guess maybe people are having those same feelings now and i'm just i don't have you know i don't have the time to grind it but yeah something got lost along the way for me that i just you know, it just can't be a priority anymore. My, my last but. Destiny thing, speaking of Galhorn, what was the name of that? Like, never, it was a sniper rifle that shot the solar bullets and never ran out. We oh, Icebreaker. That's yeah, the one. Icebreaker. Yeah. Nothing will beat that. Yeah. And then they nerfed that. Like, they made it so it didn't. Uh, yeah. Well, that was like, a great thing know. about Destiny. Yeah. yeah. All those raids you did. Oh, my God. That game was so repetitive. That was such a time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm glad I got out early, even though I was in it hard for six months or whatever back in yeah. the first game, anyways. But I th- yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, shit. Um, so <laughs> like, Lightfall is also coming out this year, and uh, I don't know. I'll probably play the story. So, um, all right. Well, anything else you guys are anticipating in 2023 that we need to cover? We've I mean, we covered a ton of shit. So. Yeah. Has, is the Golden Globe still happening, or is anime, it is it over? Anime is going to be dope. Demon Slayer coming back. The final episodes of Attack on Titan is going to be real dope. Uh, if we get some more One Punch Man, I forget exactly what's coming out, but uh, 2022 yeah. was a great year, and 2023 seems like it's going to be pretty sick as well. So looking yeah. forward to that. Nice. There you go. Uh, so it was the Fable. The Fableman won the top prize at the Fableman's won the top prize at the Golden Globes. That was the last Absolutely. award. Man, yep. what a weird. I just yeah. Well, whatever. Anyway. Uh, all right. Well, that'll do it for this like very discombobulated, but also very fun um, episode of Podcast X. Uh, as usual, you know, follow us on all the uh, on all the socials and all the places. Give us a review. It's a new year. We would be grateful for any reviews on your podcast platform of choice. Um, we're bannering around some like ideas of kind of how we can expand Podcast X into some you know kind of like extra experiences for you guys. We'll be talking to you about that once the three of us have sit down are able to sit down and actually like organize our thoughts a little bit about that. Um, so look for some, maybe some cool stuff this year that we we're going to do with y'all. And, uh, yeah, I am Ben Kendrick. You can follow me at Ben Kendrick on Twitter. Check out what I'm doing over at static media. Um, that's my, my new gig. So I'm back in the game a bit, uh, in the publishing game, Mr. Rob keys. You can follow me on Twitter at Rob underscore keys. That's K E Y E S. And I am fail cube on Instagram and Twitch. And you can check out our stuff on the screen rant. Awesome. And Kofi Outlaw, special guest. I am Kofi Outlaw, and you can find me everywhere just at Kofi Outlaw. There are no men like me. There is only me, to quote the great (laughs) Jamie Lannister. Um, I'm on all the socials as Kofi Outlaw. You can always find my work over at comicbook.com. And you can find me when I'm not doing this raw, uncut version, uh, doing the comic book nation podcast show uh, weekly live on Fridays, noon Eastern time on Twitch, YouTube and uh, Facebook. Oh, the other one, the one I don't go on anymore. And you can (laughs) also find me on uh, the same major platform that you can find podcast X. So it's kind of like an informal universe. We, uh, yeah. So we got, yeah. Download, subscribe, hit those buttons, do everything you need to do. Thank you. Our podcast, uh, our podcast multiverse that we have going on. Uh, all right. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode of Podcast X. We will see you all next week.